Well, that was a short and interesting <laughs> show, wasn't it? <laughs> it accomplished what it needed to accomplish, and, and it started us on a new trend. Which trend is that? Opening like, up your stuff in the cellar. Yeah. It's going to be depressing. It's going to be stale. I'm sure we'll find beer. stuff that's, that's going to be amazing, right? Yeah. But it's not going to be the majority of stuff. Yeah. I'm curious about those heavyweights you have in there. Like, I was never a fan. I have the heavy, only heavyweight I have left. I have an old salty. It's been in the fridge for most of the time because it was already so old. So mm-hmm. kind of. Um, I think we. Oh, there might be maybe on the back shelf at the bottom. There's one of those two Druid Gruits in there as well. But I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I got uh, some Innerbrew Coquelichos, which is that cherry beer. Mm-hmm. It, it was like aged now or, or drink now or aged till 2021. So that'll be a 15-year-old beer when we drink it. And that's the beer where they recommend drinking it two different ways. On ice oh. or hot. Ooh. Like a hot cider. Interesting. So I have like two or three bottles of it. So we'll be able to put it on ice and... I mean, I can bring in my um, my water, my, you know, water boiler, the, mm-hmm. the, um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Probably just microwave it too. Yeah. I mean, this is the same process. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but uh, last time I had those beers were probably back in 2006 or so. We were at Bocktown, and remember, the owner was there, and she, you know, heated up the beers for us, and yes, yeah, so we got to try it. We bought a bottle and got to try it both ways, you know, that kind of thing. So, hmm, there's a ton of alcohol in that cellar, right? Because yeah, it's almost there's some imperial stouts, but it's almost all barley wine. That's right. That's right. So it'll be interesting. Maybe we can get Nick back because he's he he was on his barley wine kick for a while. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's still on it, but he, he'll be, it'll help because I mean these are these are high alcohol beers. Mm-hmm. These guys, yeah. Now if we pour most of them out, then it's not a problem how alcoholic they are. Well, it, you're still drinking like a shot of something yeah. that's eleven percent, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, when I bought the Thieser, I didn't even realize it was a Flanders-y type of beer. Mm. Just, uh, you know, I got the two growlers, and they had their, like, bottle available. And I'm like, oh, Thieser sounds good. I'll get that one. Pretty good. So I wanted to show you this this clip from Electra Boom, where he did something with his daughter, which I thought was really neat. Okay. Hi. Do you remember when I broke my cell phone by my homemade hand-cranked charger? Turning much harder now. Oh no 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 no! Now I'll so I just switch to the main power, and this part is not easily available in single quantities. It's a magical part. It has six losses and move on. This is gone. But maybe I can salvage something. Oh, I know. Ha! Today I tried to make a robot. The first thing you have to do is break up that toothbrush. And this is what you need. Oh, okay, a brush toothbrush. Part. A a cell phone vibrator, a coin cell battery, a switch, and some wires. A cell phone vibrator is a DC motor with imbalanced load. 
When it turns, it shakes and vibrates. You need to connect things together like this. Have an adult to help you put things together. Is that my toothbrush? Focus! Okay. And now we'll hot glue the circuit onto the back of the toothbrush. Ow! Don't be a baby! And now you turn it on. Is a robot? It's much better than the cell phone you fix. True. <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. I thought that was cute. But it was. He, yeah. he doesn't. Um, yeah, he's more about showing off electronics and then mm -hmm. breaking them and then showing off how to actually fix and make them. Right. Gotcha. Did you see Ali's latest video? Uh, no, I didn't. No. Okay. So she was watching MythBusters Junior. Mm-hmm. And she kind of wanted to riff on that. So there was the one where they made the duct tape parachute. They made a parachute out of duct tape. A drop buster from a helicopter mm -hmm. with a parachute. And it failed horribly, as you can imagine. A 250-pound duct tape parachute would tend to do. And um, so she wanted to riff on that. So we put together a project where basically she just wanted to drop this little mini parachute guy off from her drone. Mm -hmm. So, but it, you know, we actually had to go back and reiter reiterate because um, of a problem. I won't spoil it for you. I'll let you watch the video. I want to, but uh, I think you know some of your recent um, feedback that you've given me have tried to address some of that. So, okay. I want some more feedback. I want you to check it out. Okay, and let me know what you think. What I really like was was when. <laughs> She's describing it, and he's like, "Is that my too much focus?" Yeah, yeah. It's good. It was good timing. It was, you know, well done. Yeah, yeah. Like the that was the that was a good joke. And the one where mm -hmm. she burnt him with the hot glue gun, like it was a lot more contrived, right? Like mm -hmm. you could see, like she was like, "Okay, now it's time to move the not hot glue gun over right. to Dan's mm -hmm. finger." <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that photo of? It's it's from like a stock photo gallery. It's this woman with safety glasses. And she's holding a soldering iron, but she's holding it like a pencil like, yeah. down by the down by the hot part. <laughs> and she's like touching it to like a motherboard, like a server motherboard, like because there's so much repair that you can do on a motherboard. Stock photos, man. Yeah, I showed you the the crazy hot dog one, right? I don't know. It's like a whole... You can find these whole, like, stories <laughs> on on the stock photo sites, apparently. And... Let's see. So you can describe these photos when I find them. Where are they? Damn it. I knew I saved them. Yeah, okay. So... Here's one. <laughs> Alright, so we got a guy in Runner's Girl holding hot dogs in front of like a boardroom. There's a hot dog on, on like a whiteboard. Is that a hot dog? Yeah. It's like a beef tongue. Yeah, it's way bigger than that. Um so like she she has she has a 
<laughs> I just showed Greg the, um, yeah. the model who's holding the soldering iron like a pencil. So she's holding, this, this, this person is like, she's smiling. There's people at a meeting, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, writing down stuff on their legal pads. And she's holding a, 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 a tray with like 20 hot dogs piled on each other. But wait. There's more. There's more because from later in the meeting, there's this picture. <laughs> so we got. She's super happy because her friend, the hot dog mascot's there. And the rest of the people in her meeting are staring quizzically at their own hot dogs. Like they're the most delicious hot dogs they've ever stuck into their mouths. And there's Heinz ketchup on the table. And, at a later date, I assume, (laughs) (laughs) a briefcase full of hot dogs. And the woman who is, looks like she's coming on to somebody. (laughs) Oh, not interested. How about now? (laughs) Let me open my briefcase here. How about now? <laughs> what do you say? You can either fuck me or fuck me and eat 20 hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, who knows, like, what these guys come up with. But, you know the, the stock photo that went around of, of the woman, like, Looking at her boyfriend yeah, like another yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some funny stuff that I found on that one because that's obviously part of. I wouldn't say it's a it's a storyline, but but there's just there's some good stuff that came out of that. So let's see here. We'll find more of this stuff. So this is one of my favorites of those. Mm-hmm. Which is, instead of the woman looking like she's oh, upset, she's, she's also <laughs> like, oh, like, at the woman. Um, but this woman's in a lot of things, and she has a particular face. Mm-hmm. So here she is, like, looking at a cell phone. <gasps> what? And then, different mm-hmm. outfit, same look, looking at a computer. <laughs> Looking at a bill, I guess. Very versatile. Looking at a different bill. Maybe it's a college acceptance letter. Um, there was another one of these that I thought was great. I need to find... Among all these images I shared. Or I share a copy, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um... Anyway, I don't know if I can find it immediately, but the the image is just it, it's that image that you're used to. Mm-hmm. But it's just they all have her face, <laughs> so <laughs> so they're all like, what, what, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think that 
definitely of those, my favorite is the one where she's also like, ooh, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yes, sir. Mm. That's good beer. Yeah, it was. That was tasty. It was a good way to end Mm -hmm. on that stuff. Um, I don't really have much else that we, you know, because, okay, so there, there's a couple things, okay, a couple things that I did want to talk about, but we'll talk about this next week, is the Born Rule can be derived from simple physical principles. It's really interesting to discuss the Born Rule, I think. Okay. <sighs> but I don't really have the time to talk about it. But how about this? Well, how about we end on this one? All right. Which is somebody's crazy YouTube I'll just play it and we'll go from there. Okay. Hello, my name is Gregory Trotsky. It is written in my family journals that one day a boy born named Greg will discover a nutrient particle uh, theory, a form of science that will unify all fields. My grandfather had great faith that I would be that boy. Through use in my scientific laboratory, <laughs> built by my late uncle Stevansky, it is now apparent that I have discovered protocons and particles smaller than the naked eye itself. Smaller than the naked eye itself? That these protonic particles are connected in a field called supernormal field theorem. This is affected by all matter in the universe. From the bottom of the ground to the top of the sky. (laughs) Professional scientists around the globe know of this theory and they also know that I am its inventor. (laughs) Through this year, I will release a science paper that with little doubt will cause revolution in science and spirituality. Theft or supernormal energy field theorem will unify quantum theory with Newtonian, religious theory with atheistic. <laughs> Thank you for your ears are open. You are most loved by my family. Sincerely, Gregory Trofsky. <laughs> That's it. Scientists. It said scientists. 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 Those are really awesome science. Those are really awesome tits. They're scientists. Scientists. Provable by theory. What I love is okay. They're they're it's going to unify quantum theory with Newtonian. Yes. And religious with atheistic. And religious with atheistic. How do you unify religious with atheistic? When they're kind of opposite, just wait. He will tell you uh, yeah. later this year. Supernormal energy field theory, not just normal. Supernormal. Wait, that only has 122 views. How did you come across this? It, it, I think it was in a, a Reddit, either a bad science Reddit or something like that. Yeah, has 11 likes. Well, I'm damn curious. 
What's the comment? Or is it just spam? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Just weirdos commenting on weird other weirdo stuff. Like from the bottom of the, the ground, ground to the top of the sky. <laughs> There's a picture of a hole. <laughs> and and of course the particles that are smaller than the human eye itself. Itself. Which we've known about for hundred and fifty years. Uh here here's a question um, for you. We've known about things smaller than the human eye since Yeah. Um forever. So it's not forever. <laughs> But here's a question for you, because it was asked of me uh, last night. What, let's say you were transported back mm-hmm. to, say, the 1400s. Okay. Yes, and? Maybe even, let's say, let's see, go for it, say 1200s. Okay. What knowledge could you do, could, could you take that you know now, mm-hmm. that you could sort of... It seemed like a wizard. Seem like a wizard, transform society, whatever. That's a good question. Have you seen the show Outlander? Heard I, of the show I know Outlander? of it. Yeah. Same kind of thing. Right? The premise is uh, she was a World War II nurse in Great Britain mm-hmm. in, in 1944, I think. And she gets transported back to 1744 Scottish Highlands. And... You know, there's, she, you know, is using her medical stuff to help people. And at times it seemed a bit like witchcraft. witchcraft. And then there's kind of this curse where she, she's involved with people doing historic stuff with, you know, the Britain taking over the Scottish Highlands and stuff like that and battles and I presume it's a UK show. I presume if you grew up in the UK, you're actually familiar with the battles and mm-hmm. stuff. Like like she is, but not the details, right? So like she can't like help provide like strategic counsel because mm-hmm. she just doesn't know it well enough. Mm. She just knows that the Scottish get their asses kicked, you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, yeah, so it's kind of similar to what you were saying, right? I was just curious if where you got that idea from had anything to do with you know that that show. Um, but what do I know? Like, so like, let's say you're not you're not worried about changing the future. You don't care. You right. just you no. just want to. But there's it would be stuff you would you can't go Google it, right? You mm-hmm. have to know it. Yes, right. So you have to like, what do you actually know? Right. And you're saying like the 1300s or 1400s. Well, brewing science. Um, so I was thinking about this. I mean, I guess, okay. I mean, let me think a little bit yeah. too. But I mean, the easy question is, you know, because I know about microbiology and germ theory. Mm-hmm. That'd right? be a good one. I, I know enough. I know enough that I don't have to be, you know, um, university trained to have an impact in implementing the basics of germ theory. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I didn't think of uh, when it when it, when it, when it when the question was asked, but later when I was thinking about it, that is something that came to me is, oh yeah, all the Louis Pasteur stuff, all the, all the, uh, you know, t- if, if you can get somebody, I'm not great with optics and certainly not great with grinding things, but if you get somebody who's good enough with optics and look at some water, show them, hey, look at all the stuff that's living around here, show them that there are these little things living in it, and you can then also make sure people figure out ways to wash their hands and stuff. Yeah. Doing. Yep. 
That, it's a sanitation. I mean, and show how beer doesn't have that anymore. Like, show how it's like in the water before beer and not in the water after beer. And... Or just boiling. Yeah. I mean, the thing yeah, is, yeah. They, did, they didn't understand that you could just boil yeah. and get to that point, too. Yeah. It's not as preservative, though. That's, you know, you're, you could reinfect your water. So. Right. But you, but the point being that you could get, you could turn nasty water into mm-hmm. potable water quickly yep. by boiling it. Yeah, I think that would be one of the main things. So, what did you come up with? Um, basic electrodynamics. I could build a volt of a, a voltaic pile, make essentially a battery, uh, and I could build like a telegraph system, which would be huge. You'd be able to transmit information. Over long. How would you build the battery? Like, how many volts did you expect to get out of it? Well, like, like volt, like, like Voltaire's pile. I would expect to, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily get a huge amount of, of voltage right. last but, for a long okay, time. Okay, what material would you use? I would use uh, copper, and I would use probably lead acid, and I would use um, uh, some some kind of like nickel or something. Uh, I would try to get. Would you be able to find that material in the 1200s? I I would hope that I'd be able to find at least stuff that that uh, that ores that I could break down and, and heat up and uh, and turn into and, and turn into more pure mm. versions. I think then you could see that. To me, that takes some specific knowledge, like like because you know your potato and lemon batteries aren't going to right the, that's not going to get me what I want but but like I said I could yeah. I could uh, even if I can't like tell you right off the bat exactly what materials use I could do enough experiments that's to part of the thing that they, she problem she has in Outlander is that names have changed so you're asking for nickel or zinc right and I would ask for metals that have a particular sheen to them and then I could play with them okay. and figure out which ones work I know the basics of how to make a voltaic pile, and and so once I do something like that, mm-hmm. I could, in theory, then, you know, yeah. uh, now I could build a basically a generator if I could get the right material. That wouldn't be all that yeah. difficult. It would have to be human powered. Well, <laughs> okay, like so a steam engine would probably be something you could. Now that you have the inspiration of how a steam engine works, mm-hmm. you could probably. With the right craftsmen of the era, construct a steam engine. Right. Could probably. You know, this is all stealing the great inventions of right. humanity. I'm not doing but, anything yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, you know, bringing along these new, uh, th- th- these things that are. The trick unknown. is what? What does your onboard expertise allow you to do from your, you know, from modern life, right? Yeah, so a steam engine would be a fun challenge, but I think germ theory is the easy win. Germ theory is easy. I, I I seriously do think that I mean the 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 utility of a telegraph is not to be uh, um, dismissed. Yeah, the ability to send information huge over huge areas. Right. Yeah, I mean, as long as you get the materials to make the battery. And, and the wires. It, well, that's it. You're kind of bootstrapping a whole industry at that point. You know, you have to make copper wire company of the world. So if I can demonstrate it to lords or whatever and show that this would work, then presumably I could get the funding. So there's the thing. The pace at which life moves... Right? Think about it. There's no time zones. There's 
only couriers. Mm-hmm. Could imagine the strategic value if you could have an army like leapfrog in the pace at which they um, disseminate information or something. And that's kind of what you're saying with the yeah. I mean, heck, we could you and I could probably design hot air balloons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we, given we know the basic principles, we don't know all the construction, but give enough time, give us a couple of months to play around, and we know the principles behind it, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe even do an airplane, right? Yes, gas the gas engine would be the hard part. Mm-hmm. Um, the gliders could definitely build. Gliders far beyond the state of the art. Gliders, e- even simple rocketry. What else? What other fields could there be? I'm not saying we'd, guess, we'd you know, be able to iPhones or anything, but like the utility of some some of these of understanding some of these things could probably impact here. agriculture. In the ways of popularizing successful crops earlier, or something. If you could figure out a way to explore nitrogenation, <laughs> like oh. if you could invent the harbor process. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, instead of crop genetics, ro- cro- well, crop rotation. You could explain crop mm-hmm. rotation, right? And that would help agriculture, right? Um, I wasn't talking about like GMOs, but I was talking about. Like, you walk into a place and, like, they're not growing corn. Like, why aren't you growing corn, you know? Well, we don't have corn. That's over in the New World. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> okay, bad example. Yeah. But, I mean, it might not be growing the optimal thing, you know, and you could suggest a different plotting, you know, a different planning schedule or something. You know, get some soybeans in so you can let your fallow fields be productive, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know enough about that to, to be, I wouldn't I wouldn't be successful with that because I don't know enough uh, I mean you, you could basically get in front of and try to explain the scientific method right and 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 try to teach yeah. that and as long as you had people who were who were following heretic. You, as long as you have people who are following you and you could you could get this you could have other people discover things mm-hmm. for you while while you were doing other stuff. You yeah. wouldn't have to be the only one. Um You have to figure out how to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. I mean if you could come up with the with a voltaic pile and you could do stuff like a microphone and speakers, because all you need is, is is some power to do, and and some uh, and, and some known craftsmen to, to work with. Essentially, don't forget you got to make the wire though. That's craftsmanship, right? I mean, I assume that there are people around there that could take the time, you know, give give ten years, and they could make the stuff that you need. Here, I need this. Can you make this? I mean, look, I don't even need to have voltaic power to generate electricity. All I would need is is um, some magnetic material and 
and uh, some some wires, and well, I could. So you're not going to have any neodymium magnets, right? No, no, but stone. It, it it would you know you 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 put enough energy, you know, via like. Uh, have a bunch of people running around to make the, you know, to do it. I, I know the basics, right? It's, yeah. it's like... I think the material science is going to be the hardest part for a lot of this stuff, right? And that's why, we, like, germ theory, you don't have material yeah. science, right? Yeah. Well, you, well the, again, with germ theory, though, you do need to have some sort of... something to, to create your lenses. You don't necessarily... I don't think seeing is believing, necessarily. You could demonstrate... Through lore, that you know, well, right, you, you could do sick by yeah, I mean, you could do right. like Pasteur's example where he has one, you know, he put brief broth in, into two different containers. One you boil it, and you have one that's open and one that's closed, and you see the one that's open mm-hmm. gets stuff in it, and the one that's closed mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah, I mean, if you have a microscope, then you can show them exactly the mm-hmm. things that it's a thing. And not a curse, I guess. And that these things are everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Showing them that it's a thing and not a curse, and that you're doing um, remediation versus... Uh... You're not casting spells. You're right. you're saying, here, look. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best one. You could do things... Let's see. So... (laughs) Trying to think if there's anything, like, cool and even quantum that you could exploit. Okay, so here's, here's a question for you. What's worse? Getting thrown back in the 12 or 1300s? Or living after the zombie apocalypse? You know, when, you know, there's no society putting together you know your services you have to not knowing anything about what happens after the zombie apocalypse just imagine regular walking dead type shit it doesn't make any sense to me I would, only, I would have to assume that the, the, yeah. the 12th century because I don't understand what that means to be living after the quantum the, 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 the <laughs> zombie the quantum zombie apocalypse <laughs> uh I don't under you know I don't know what that, that that could mean a lot of different things. Okay. So, like I'm not saying the 12th century would be a picnic. There's a lot of diseases going around. It's it's not. You know you have to you, you don't know you know to talk to people. Material science and there's no medicine and shit like that. It's not. Yeah. It's not a. Uh, it's not an ideal world, but I could probably bring some of my knowledge. But, like, yeah, I would not be able to, oh, just recite Maxwell's equations and be like, hey, look, blah, blah, let's, let's, let's start uh, making um, trains. You know, it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I could, like, you know, I, I, I was saying to, to Damien, I was saying I could probably create. You know, I understand thermodynamics. I could create a very inefficient refrigerator. Very inefficient, but it could work. Yeah, it'd be a lot easier to dig a cellar. Yeah, but I could show that I could make ice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, this would be pretty cool. A steam engine would be the kind of the thing that would be on the edge of my capability. I think I could probably do it, especially if I had some craftsmen at my disposal could make the boilers and stuff. Yeah. Right? Um, it'd probably take a lot of iterating to get the pistons and stuff going, or turbines, whichever mm -hmm. whatever my output was going to be, right? Um, but I know enough of the fundamentals that... Oh, for the 1200, I could introduce them to complex numbers. Might only have why would they the, give a fuck though, They right? probably wouldn't care. Right, but if you can give them a machine that can grind their flour. They presumably already had water wheel water mills. Presumably, right. Yeah. And they'll be like, why would I want this steam engine when I can just go to the creek and build a water mill, right? Water wheel mill. And then what you would you would make a system with gears that would move something with the steam engine, and then you have a movable water wheel. Yeah. Boom, movable water wheel. All of a sudden, you don't need oxen to to move your material all the time. All you need is to get this huge tons of coal. <laughs> Use wood. You could use wood, but yes, it's not accelerate global warming even more. <laughs> Bring on the industrial revolution that much earlier. Oh, it wouldn't be where we were if it wasn't for the industrial revolution, yeah. right? So yeah, I know. I'm saying bring it on that much earlier. Bring it on. Bring on the industrial revolution. I wonder if you had one of those inventions or that early. Whether it would drag on the rest of the support infrastructure to, to allow something like the Industrial Revolution to happen, or whether it would just kind of fade away because there wasn't enough similar technology, you know, supporting things. It, it's a hard question, but it's an interesting one. I mean, it, it, who, who can say what causes things to catch on? Yeah. Um... You could... You could make up some songs that were similar to songs that you know of today, and and people might enjoy. Like that was another part of Outlander. Yeah, you know, she's singing like songs from World uh -huh. War Two, you know, and like uh, American type, you know, rock and roll to you know seventeen forties Highland, you know, Scottish people. Well, the good news is time travel is not possible, so yeah, that's good. Good question, though. Good thought process. What do you know well enough you could take? Even if you don't do it, even if you don't do time travel, you go to a isolated tribe. Mm -hmm. Your, you know, whatever scenario causes you to be stuck there, can you do to improve their systems? to think back on everything I learned from Survivor Man. <laughs> Which they probably already know. So Right. Yeah, it's not going to be the survival stuff. Mm -hmm. They're going to be able to run circles around you and all the survival stuff. And you, you know so much magic of the modern world, but 
You can't make any of it except for very limited things. Telegraph, reasonable. I, you know, I would just—it's gonna take a lot of work, I think, to make reliable enough battery mm-hmm. and to to manufacture enough wire. Yes. I mean, in theory, I could work on on transmission and receival wirelessly, but that's that takes even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I have my iPhone right here. Right, you can just. How do I make a hot air balloon? It's yeah, right there. All right, well, that was fun. Thank you. Thanks, cool. everybody. Yep. Bye. Bye.